What is going on, guys? It's Monday. Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm your host. And today, we got all kinds of shit we're going to dive into. I hope you are ready for this episode. So, coming off of Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day if you uh, are a mother, of course. Uh, today we're going to be diving into just a bunch of different things. I, I like this this rhythm, this uh, pattern I've been going on, talking about this last week. We're going to change some things up as as I go. Uh, there is a bunch of things that came up over this last week that I thought I would discuss uh, from my preview, from the information I have collected, and uh, so much more. At the moment of this recording, I'm actually loading up the uh, the... Uh, a podcast for Mother's Day, and I thought, you know, why, why uh, not drop uh, or start building up this one? So, if you guys don't know, here on the Culture Jack Podcast, we're talking about all kinds of things every single week. So you're gonna want to stay tuned. We've got some cool and exciting changes. Uh, some cool and exciting content. We've got a ton of great movies and shows that are going to be coming out that we're going to be talking about. We also have um, some video games and just so much more. It's it's just so damn exciting. So with that being said, let's uh, let's dive into this week, shall we? I was trying to load this thing up on my computer and it's not working. There we go. Here we go. I think I just found it. Uh, anyways. This last week, I know recently I've been talking a lot about comics and, and everything in between. That's not gonna, that's not going to change, but uh, this week's going to be a little different because I'm going to give kind of a uh, uh, couple of other points that is not comic book related and a couple of observations of my own. So let's just let's just dive into it. Uh, it was a good week for comics, though, and I'll uh, conclude this episode. Uh, with with that part of it instead of starting it uh busy week like normal and i had the opportunity to do a couple of things around the house and in in the yard as i've mentioned many times over which uh, makes for uh very productive and 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 fun to some degree and i say that only because obviously as as uh, the week turns and as projects and as new items and old items kind of kind of go in different directions, taking the opportunity to recognize and to, to make change and to drive toward things is, uh, is fun. I don't know. I, I, I like it. Anyways, <clears throat> this last week, I, I got hit up probably, fuck, 10 different times about Dogecoin or a.k.a. Dogcoin. Elon Musk belting that thing to the moon is a really funny kind of me. I think it's a meme at this point. I watched a ton of different videos, read up on Dogecoin and read up on this and and everything in between. <clears throat> I don't currently own Dogecoin, um, and and I'll talk about that a little bit. I'm not going to go into my personal, uh, too, too deep into my personal. This is going to be observations, right? And... It's my observations to be a hundred percent clear. This is this is my viewing and what I believe is happening in the digital world. And that's part of what I really wanted to discuss today. And yes, this is based off of uh over a decade of following it to some degree, knowing people that have been involved and are currently 
lightly involved and heavily involved in some of the stuff we're going to be talking about, such as cryptocurrency, uh, the blockchain, and many, many other things. So with that being said, uh, this is, again, my opinion and my observation. There is no concrete to this shit. And that's that's one of the one of the funny. I, I, I don't know. I find it to be kind of funny to me because of some of the comments and some of the things I've heard from people is just kind of asinine to some degree because we don't know. So let's let's just talk about that a little bit. So as you know, Dogecoin is doubled and is on its way to tripling um, and, and rightfully so. I mean, it's it's doing its thing. And that's awesome. It's an incredible, it's an incredible thing. But let's step back for a moment and go on a little bit of an adventure. Uh, go, go on a little bit of an adventure with me with uh, cryptocurrency as a whole. So as most of you know, uh, Bitcoin, if you were an early investor and you got in and you have several Bitcoins regardless, um, you're doing probably pretty good. And... That's awesome, right? Because you could have bought it for a couple hundred bucks. And that's that's incredible. And now it's worth whatever, $55,000, $60,000 Bitcoin or wh- whatever it is, a million dollars. I, I don't know. I haven't tracked it recently. Um, But that world has changed dramatically. And there's there's reasons for it. And hold on one second. There we go. Um, there's reasons for it and where it's going. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people have lost sight on. So cryptocurrency as a whole was essentially the the digital structure uh, that was to come and that is coming. And, and it's not it, it's so weird to talk to people about it because there's so many different observations. There's so many different speculations. There's so many this. There's so much this. And there's so much stuff in between that it's like, what is true and what isn't? I, I'm a firm believer that even at this time, there is a lot of uh, speculation still because we don't have the answers. And this is, uh, I'm going to explain what I mean here in a second, right? Dogecoin is a, is a perfect example. So is a lot of the other things I'm going to talk about, right? So if you were a heavy investor in, uh, I almost said Blockcoin, in Bitcoin early on, there is a, a likelihood that you didn't go anywhere. In fact, there was other cryptocurrencies out there that fizzled out and didn't, that kind of dissolved. And because of the hype around Dogecoin and several others, it's not exclusive, but Dogecoin's doing well and it's been in the news and there's there's a lot going on. Um, it's where is all of this going? Right. And that's that's the conversation in my mind. It's not whether or not you want to invest. I mean, that's that's your own. Dis- Fuck, you can invest in anything you want. You sit in penny stocks, dollar stocks, thousand dollar stocks. You can invest in comic books. You can invest in baseball cards. You can invest in shoes. You can. Inv- that isn't the question. And I think a lot of people get hung up on that because of the return that they believe that they can get. Um, And, and while that is great. And it is, and it's great, but you got to open your mind. In my opinion, you got to open your mind up a bit more. It's what do you want to invest in? What are, what is your risk threshold? How far do you want to go? Where do you think this thing 
regardless of what it is, whether it's cryptocurrency or it's tennis shoes or it's paintings or whatever, where does this thing go in the future? Um, Because obviously that's where your assets, your monies will grow, diminish. And there's in, in generic financial terms, I mean, there's a lot of fucking risk associated with any of this stuff, period. If one of these markets dumps, you could lose not 10 bucks, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars overnight uh, because of millions of different reasons, right? So if you can get past that being hung up on that, especially when you're talking to people, because for well over a decade, I've talked to several people. I've talked about what what I what I'm spending my money on, what I'm doing to a degree, and I would assume you probably have as well. And the guys that are always talking is when the swing is up, and when the swing is down, no one's fucking talking. And what I mean by that is Dogecoin shooting through the roof. You invest ten thousand dollars, now you're up to fifteen thousand dollars because of your thing or twenty thousand. That's awesome. You're talking about a life is good. You're making money. That fucking thing crashes. You're not talking about it, right? And if you are, it's generally going to have a lot of profanity and 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 not good things to be said about it. Um, and while those are all great activities, that still doesn't lend to where is it going. And I would highly recommend for any investment, especially in the cryptocurrency world or digital asset world, to consider that to include even. Um, if you're putting money, like I've put, uh, uh, not a huge amount of money, but a considerable amount of money recently and time, uh, into building up this comic collection and, and all of this because comics are just going through the roof. And I can give you various examples to where I don't think people understand. It's the same with the Dogecoin thing. If you're, if you're going to dive into Dogecoin, fucking pay attention to what it's doing. Understand it. Where's it going? Comics has has been my own, and I can tell you, I've overspent on comics that did nothing. But I've also bought a four ninety nine dollar, uh, four like a five dollar comic that's now worth uh, fifty bucks, right? So I ten x my money on that comic as it sits today. And while that's a physical asset as opposed to a digital, it still is within that same world. And I would encourage you, regardless, again, regardless of what you're trying to do, get try to seek the best information you can and then try to stay focused on that because whether it's bitcoin or or uh uh dogecoin or any, any of those you have to make some decisions and while you're going to get burned at some point everybody does uh trying to pay attention and getting resources that help you make conscious decisions is critical. And again, moving in that right direction is also critical because just doing this and be like, yeah, I fucking did this dude. It's like, no, I know you did. You just jumped on the bandwagon with everybody else. You made a little bit of money, but now if it dumps, you're not the savvy investor anymore. It's like, no, dude, you, you got to do the work. So anyways, enough of the, enough of me bantering and talking shit about that. Okay. So I'm not going to go into the details, the 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 ups and downs. Oh, I knew I knew Bitcoin was going to be worth. No, you didn't. There's no fucking way. Ten years ago, or whenever well, it was a ten, I think it was eight years ago, seven years ago. There's no fucking way that you were going to be like, I'm going to invest and buy five Bitcoin, and it's going to be worth. You didn't know that shit, so stop it. Just fucking cut it out. And Bitcoin isn't where it can be within the next couple of years. 
Dogecoin isn't where it could be in the next couple of years. And that's one of the speculatory things I want to talk about real briefly. I'm going to dive into it. I'm going to give you my observation of it um, and thoughts around it. And this is based around books and a ton of fucking articles I've read. And then we're going to talk a little real briefly about NFTs and my observation of that as well. So as you know, cryptocurrency is essentially digital currency. Um, it's not physical. You can't go to the store and just buy it, you know, go pull out a Bitcoin and it's an actual Bitcoin and you can walk around and do that. Right. Um, and that's the, that's the thing. It's supposed to be highly secured. It's supposed to be this, this, and this. Okay, perfect. Okay. Well, let's just leave that as it is now. Blockchain is the evolution. In my opinion, it is where the evolution of utilizing cryptocurrency will start to integrate. So it would be like, it's almost like uh, having a bunch of credit cards, but no banks, right? And so with no banks, credit cards are pretty much worthless. Granted, there's money or having a bunch of checkbooks and checks, but no credit cards. I mean, you can you look at it however you want. Anyways, blockchain, uh, my understanding of it, and I will say, again, I've read quite a bit into this. I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination. I was fortunate enough to sit on a panel of uh, very smart fucking people, a couple of uh, professors at Harvard, one from MIT, the uh, VP, one of the VPs from Intel, several other high levels. I was physically in the seat uh, observing and watching them. Uh, talk at a panel extensively about blockchain a couple of years ago. And since then, I've read a couple of, uh, I've read several articles, read into some books, and it's changed and it's going to continue to change and it's going to evolve. But essentially the crux of it would be like taking out all of the banks and then putting everything into what would be called a ledger system that allows the, the uh, whatever, whoever's providing the blockchain to put, you know, I've got two Bitcoin. It says on the ledger, I got two Bitcoin. I want a blue coat, a blue North Face Apex coat. <clears throat> okay. The ledger automatically will be able to balance that essentially and say, yes, he has three Bitcoin. He wants this coat. This coat is one Bitcoin. Yes, it's good to go. And essentially simultaneously do that transaction without all of these banks, without me yeah, essentially having to put funds into my bank my bank holding my funds, me using my card, the card go back from where I bought it from to the bank, from the bank to the location I bought it from, from them to, or from their provider to them. All of these processes and steps would ultimately or could ultimately be eliminated, thus making the transaction between myself and the person to where it's like it's a verified purchase. Bam. There's no middleman, right? The ledgers and the accounts with all of the information would be documented. It's owned. It's on a ledger. You can verify it and review it at any given time because it's essentially imprinted. Um, it's kind of like your bank statement to some degree. So that's the the nickel tour. It gets a lot more complex, and I could sit here for probably four hours explaining my version or my view of it, but essentially that's what it is. If you can think of that as a high-level process, um, and follow me with this. That's essentially what it is. Now, if you add it in cryptocurrency to where the currency that is being utilized, such as Bitcoin, which is, uh, or Dogecoin, that would be almost like your credit card that's in your wallet right now or in your purse right now. 
And having the ability to have this currency that is seamlessly integrated. So Bitcoin is worth this globally. There isn't a difference between Bitcoin in uh, the United States and South America. There isn't one from South America to China. It's a universal currency, essentially. The value of it is this. Now, while we still are under uh, old <clears throat> old currency differences in the values, the USD to buy the Bitcoin versus the, uh, the yen to buy the Bitcoin, yes, there's differences there, but just follow, follow me here. We're going into the digital future. And so while you think about this stuff, think back, shit, 30 years ago, 25 years ago with PayPal and the online banking at the time. As technology has written, as the stories and the books that have been written about the bubble, the tech bubble that happened, people stood there and said, there's no way there's going to be a financial institute allowed online because of uh, privacy and because of this, because of that. Years later, the bulk of bulk of information is housed online. The bulk of transactions are online. And I could just keep going on and on and on. This evolution, in my opinion, is going to come and it is going to change the way we as the globe as the world utilize money and financial institutes and and everything to where if you can if we could evolve it and there are there are already companies that are already doing this if we can evolve it to where as a consumer supplier or what have you it's a seamless integration you want that blue apex north face coat at this one Bitcoin, I don't give a shit who supplies me with that that coat. I have the Bitcoin. You give me what I want. So just think about this. If I hit whatever, if I said the want button, because this isn't fully established yet, but if I were to and I said, I want this, bing, 50 suppliers go in, and then it funnels down pretty much uh, as quick as, as, quick as uh, the internet can run, this supplier is the closest, no shipping, hits the price parameters, we ship it. It's a digital world that allows for seamless integration of both payment and services without the millions of middlemen. And when I say that, that marketplace, that preview, that world that we live in today is going to dramatically change and it, it will impact cryptocurrency. It will impact what uh, blockchain will evolve into, um, but it will be a seamless integration because that is the evolution of man. That's the technology. That's the exchange without all of these added services and people. And while that may sound ridiculous and crazy, you really need to consider that because within the next decade, things like this will evolve and you will be integrated into them and while it will look different in the beginning from what it will look like once it's established like every service and every big thing facebook when it started look at uh online banking 10 years ago look at uh youtube 10 years ago look at uh netflix five years ago look at everything evolves and changes this is within in my opinion this whole digital segment from the cryptocurrency to the blockchain and we'll talk about nfts in a second is evolving us globally into the digital future in which there's been tons of speculation, there's been movies, TV shows, and so much more. But this is adding a layer of reality and relativity to what is currently happening and where 
these things can and will go in the future. Now, I know I just ran through a bunch of shit. I'm not going into, uh, this isn't a science course. A, uh, this isn't a uh, technology future course. I just wanted to talk about that because I've been, I, I, I've been asked several times. I've, I've read and, and done a fairly extensive amount of research in this. And that is my beliefs at this time. Will it change? Absolutely. Technology cha- is changing at a rapid pace. The value, the digital value, in my opinion, is changing. And that's where like NFTs come in. So non-fungible tokens come in. This is a huge fucking thing right now. Huge. And it's growing. Digital painting sold for $70 million online. This sold for $20 million. This sold for $100,000. It's everywhere. And essentially what that is is the digital ownership, right? That's what, that's what it is. Non-fungible token. It's a digital ownership or digital rights to X. Now, it doesn't pull anything back at this time. And the value is, is well, uh, within the eye of the beholder like it is now. Now, let me, let me give you a very simple example. If I have the uh, and everybody's used this example and it's a good one. If I have a Mona Lisa, we no one has a Mona Lisa. You can't own a Mona Lisa, right? You just can't. There's one. Now, if you bought the NFT for an image of the Mona Lisa, you would essentially in the blockchain stamp down a ledger forever, be the owner of the Mona Lisa image, and while the rights to that image are Undetermined at this time, as far as I know, you would still be the owner of that image. Now, consider this. As we evolve, as we get more digital, as we live our lives in the uh, player one world, owning stuff like that could have tremendous value. I own that image. It is very similar to the painting on your wall, right? You may own a very nice painting on your wall. In this case, you would own a very nice painting online, and it would be your painting, verifiably your painting online. This is my image. I own this. Pretty crazy, right? Well, this market has suddenly exploded and is going into sports activities. I I read, fuck, probably 25 articles about this guy buying the LeBron James slam slam dunk video, this guy doing this on this, and that guy doing that, and We are creatures, collectively, humanity, people. We like to own shit. We like to talk about the shit we own, and we definitely like to show people the stuff we own. That's what we do. It's a sense of accomplishment. While earlier I talked about investing into uh, Bitcoin, and we talked about Dogecoin a little bit, and understanding where it's going. This is another one of those things to where NFTs, and this is just the start of NFTs. Actually, there's some crazy stuff that I recently heard, even even as far as like buying digital tickets that were NFTs with the art prints. You own the little three by three art print within the ticket. And then in five years from now, that ticket could be on an online show for display that someone would have to pay you to put your ticket on display or pay you to get the ticket back. Anyways, I don't want to go in a rabbit hole because this thing is crazy. All of these three segments, though, I will say this, play together in the bigger wheelhouse. They all they all will be integrated into NFT, and we don't know where uh, this 
this uh, is going to go because it is essentially, in my opinion, it is breaking down the orthodox method of us institutionalizing or organizing or structuring under one business to where this is not one business. This is a global situation that is not managed by one or two or three or five entities at this point. And I think that that may be one of the issues as we are constructing these things globally. And as people are buying NFTs for a million dollars, as Dogecoin is blowing up, as Bitcoin is continuing to do well, as this is growing, and as that there's not real answers or what is next, or there's no fundamental, I guess, grouping, if you can follow me there, that will allow for it to be sanctioned under one thing at this time. Now, while this is a wild digital environment and we're not sure what it means for the future as far as value goes and rights and the legal banter that may come with NFTs and, and the blockchain and the ramifications that could could come and, and everything in between, you need to start understanding some of this to a, to a degree because it, it will gel together there will be infrastructure made that allows for all of these things to coincide and, and for them to work together. We're not there yet. But again, if you look back at the start of the Internet, we weren't there. Everybody's just doing their thing. That's that's what created the bubble in the first place was everybody was doing this. Everything was overvalued. Um, and it just goes on and on. Look into the tech bubble. You'll understand if, if you don't already uh exactly what i'm talking about i'm not saying this is a bubble but it definitely could or it definitely will result in um some lines being drawn and some infrastructure being built that will collapse some of the market it happens it's the inevitable with crazy stuff like this so enough of that i <laughs> and, and again i could go on and on this is super interesting to me i have enjoyed uh the comments uh, that I've gotten from people and questions that I've gotten from people. I've asked several questions. Um, we've gone back and forth. I enjoy reading about this stuff um, and seeing what what's in development and what's going on. And, and we'll continue this conversation, I guess, for a later day. I just wanted to bring that up. It's been, it's been a thought of mine for, for a considerable amount of time. And it's just been escalating due to the fact that uh, like Dogecoin is a perfect example. That thing blew up. I had, uh, several people, it was the craziest thing. And several people within damn near a day of each other bring it up. And then it just kept going. It kept going. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, this is pretty wild. Um, and then I've followed Bitcoin to some degree and then blockchain. I was fortunate enough to go to that panel and read and continue to read on it. Um, and as I mentioned, I am not an expert in any of these fields. I'm not posing to be an expert. This is my observation from the data and the information I collected and have collected for, for many years. Now, there's opinions on all of this shit because it's an open market right now. So have your opinion and understand what the hell you're talking about, at least to some degree. <clears throat> now, let's go back to the, the, the other part of the week here. Uh, let's see. The digital stuff, though, is crazy to me because uh, sports cards, and, and I'll segue into sports cards here with this. Um, there's NFTs now coming out for sports cards, and it's really killing the uh, physical card market, which is the other thing that started posing, kind of posing the question, because you own the NFT, which is the digital 
non-fungible token, but you don't own the physical card um, itself. You have no value. The, the card itself, as far as the NFT goes, they're <clears throat> two completely separate different things while the same image, if that makes sense. Anyways, I, I've read and watched several videos explaining how it's starting to briefly impact the sports cards industry um, from the the card reprints and also from the uh, activities. Like I said, the, the, that LeBron first dunk or the Michael Jordan, you know, last dunk or whatever it is, that the collectability and ownership of that has seemed to impact it the card collectability because now you want a digital imprint of this activity as opposed to a physical print of the same activity. And where it gets crazy is there's only one digital imprint by that one producer as there was, you know, 10,000 of that one card made in various conditions. So consider that it's pretty wild. Um, So that, that in itself was pretty crazy and it got wrapped up <laughs> into that shit for for a few days here and i'm like my god this is so crazy and amusing and interesting to me it's fucking nuts um a couple of other things i recently started and i'm not going to talk too briefly about the application but i started a uh i i started checking out this application um recently in regards to uh buying stuff and it was it was kind of put out there from a uh a comic shop i use and it's pretty wild in itself it's a a technology and uh it allows you to essentially shop at all these different locations i guess the deal is this is that it has to be a brick and mortar store but they essentially do like a live stream showing and they can do auctions in it they can do um, one item at a time, and then you can buy the items. But the shipping, for my understanding, and it's not clear, the website doesn't have it clear, but ultimately the shipping is $5.99 flat. They don't control it. The vendor doesn't control it. But it's pretty cool, and I think that there, there uh, could be an opportunity for a lot of people to uh, help grow this. In fact, I've got to look this up because there may be one today. Anyways, check it out. It's called Pop Shop Live. It's really cool. Um, you can buy stuff from like all over the world. There's a lot of interactive interactive people. You can chat with them and it is real. It's like, it's legit. So like I've chatted with several different groups asking them, hey, do you have this? Hey, do you have that? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Um, and then I've bought and I actually have purchased through this application from a, a local vendor several times over. Great experience, fun to do. Um, the only catch with it is the payment method. The payment method's bullshit. So if you have an Apple phone and you decide to do this, turn off, turn off your, uh, um, your Apple pay because you have to do like three or four buttons. That was the only crux with this one is the connectivity thing. Um, because you can only, it's one bid. If they do it, the bid style, like purchase style, it's one to one. So they got one item. You're, whoever clicks it fast enough gets through it, and it, it, that's a little hokey. I think they need to work on that a little bit. That's my opinion. So anyway, so I had the opportunity to do this a couple of times this last week. Had an incredible time doing it. I know the guys on the other end um, picked up a couple of really cool key comics that I've been that I've been searching for. These are these are uh, smaller in the grand scheme of things, but nonetheless uh, could lead to some some pretty cool pretty cool uh, investments for the future. But also. 
some of the stories that have been optioned for uh, movies and television shows, which I thought was really interesting uh, because there's so many, so much is happening right now that uh, it's it's hard to get in early. And then if you miss it, good luck. I mean, a good a good example of that is the Invincible comic. Number one, um, obviously got an option to Amazon. Amazon, and then the the uh, inflation on that comic went from, you know, a mid to high grade, ungraded, or a uh, book that's sitting on a shelf, 15, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, maybe, graded one, 100 bucks all day, something like that. Not a lot of copies of it, wasn't super popular. Uh, it was a good book by Robert Kirkman, but it just wasn't a, a book that was from a major producer at the time. The story was good, but, you know, what do you do now that book is option you know you're getting a graded copy for well over two thousand dollars and so that's that's kind of a fun crazy thing that can happen not that again it's gambling it's like i said earlier about bitcoin and and everything else i mean you're gambling when you do that shit. you can have a bunch of books that are worth nothing um or very little money i should say not nothing but very little money but you may get fortunate with a book or two that bounces and you get a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars worth of uh, value from it. The thing I like about it personally, the uh, Hulk can't get hurt. The X-Men can't get hurt, as in they can't just uh, get hurt and, and quit, you know, like a baseball player, football player. Um, so so that is uh, one of the things I like about it. I also like the art and the designs, and, and I can go on and on. But anyways... Pop Shop Live, check that application out. There's a lot of different vendors on there. I thought it was really cool and really different. You can just get on there and watch uh show if you'd like uh to see what it is they do. But there's a lot of different vendors from all over all over the US and maybe even the world, I believe, because there was some Japan stuff on there when I was looking and everywhere in between. Super fun to do if you're into that kind of thing. But yeah, I would I would check that out. Um, let's see what else did I get going. I did that this week, was looking into uh, the NFT stuff, reading a bunch about all of that. What else did I do? Got some new comics to talk real briefly about that. I'm loving that, um, that hobby. Again, I mentioned this before. I'm going to, uh, I already started reorganizing a couple of evenings this last week. I started going back through my comics, reorganizing them. I will be um, and am gearing up to putting together maybe 10 to 15 comics that I'm going to be sending off to grading. And I will uh, discuss that process with you guys here on the show. So you can understand uh, how I prepped for it. And then what you have to do to send and submit this stuff, because I, that's uh, several questions I've had recently as well is based around grading comics and grading baseball cards and grading all of this stuff and the process and what it takes. So that'll be included in an episode here as well. Uh, let's see what else did I get going this week? Just a lot of cleanup. I, I played uh, some Call of Duty. I mentioned that on the uh, the weekend wire with the family. That was a blast. And uh, scaring up for summer, man. Um, I, I'm loving the, 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 the comic hobby uh, collectible part right now. The stories, some of the stories I've read and, everything in the world, the digital stuff that's happening that I mentioned earlier, that's exciting to me. Um, it's exciting to learn more and to see, to be alive right now and to be a part of that. Um, it, it, it's just wild. It it really is. So I think I'm going to wrap the show, man. I've been going on for, looks like almost, uh, what, 35, 40 minutes here. And uh, 
I think that's it, guys. That's all, that's all I got for this Monday, man. I hope you guys had an incredible weekend, though. And I hope you have an incredible week moving forward. I give you a bunch of stuff there to look at. Check out Pop Shop Live. Look into some blockchain stuff. Look into NFT, NFTs and everything in between. Thank you guys so much for uh, stopping by the Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. As always, take a moment. Follow us. If you've been following us, the only thing we ask is drop a comment. And then, of course, give us a give, give us a review. Give us a rating on the uh, platform you're listening to. It helps us out a ton so we can continue producing this beautiful, beautiful podcast for you guys. That's it. That's all I got. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll catch up with you on the next episode.